You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 140, the solo series. Let me ask you a simple question. How many times have you said to yourself, it is time for me to build this business. I know I have the talent, the gifts. I know this is meant for me. I really just need to go ahead and build this business. How many times have you said that to yourself? But then the the fear sets in, the self-doubt surfaces, and before long, you're back to playing it safe and doing nothing about your business. If you've been waiting for the right time, guess what? It's time to stop waiting. If you've been wanting to start a business, but you keep getting held up by fear, it's time to stop getting in your own way. If you've been self-sabotaging your business success, like we all do at the beginning before we've started to build our businesses, it's finally time to overcome that. You know something? At this very moment, you have the power to take a deep breath, overcome your fear, and finally do the work, the amazing work of building your business dream. So now the question becomes, well, what's it going to take? Watch my free training and learn the five mental shifts that you need to make to overcome self-sabotage and finally build your business. Are you ready to be ready to live your life's calling? All you have to do is say yes and watch my free training. You can watch that free training at tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Again, that's tinyurl.com fear to action webinar. And remember, you don't have to feel ready at this very moment. You don't have to have everything lined up and ready to go. You simply have to say, yes, I am willing to take the next step afraid. Watch the training tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here. You know, I woke up this morning and one of the first thoughts I had was, I want to put an episode out on She Runs the Show that is a heavy hitter. Literally, I set the intention this morning that I want to put an episode out there that is a combination of get it together, let's do this thing, let's make it happen all in one go. Now, the upside to that is that's what this episode is. It's, it's, we're going to have a drop the mic moment right here together. The downside is I wish that these hits of inspiration would come a week before the episode has to come out so I could record it a week before the episode and not the morning of. I'm working on it. I'm speaking to the universe now. Inspiration sooner, faster, quicker. Thank you so much. Gratitude. Okay. So in today's episode, and this came to me this morning, and actually I'll talk about this in a bit, but it really is an inspiration that began yesterday when I saw a post on Facebook. I'm about to talk about it. It's so deep. We could, we could live here for a month on She Runs the Show on this one quote alone. But on today's episode, what we're talking about is really it and looking at time and how fast time flies and how quickly a year goes by. We are talking about the fact that this is not the season to accept less and call it enough. Let me say that again. This is not the season to accept less and call it enough. And one of the problems that we have right now is we have 
we have lots of people in the world living two lives. They live uh, their social media life, what they post online, you know, the vacations, the pictures, the weekends, the, um, you know, smiles and laughter and all the trips and all this kind of stuff. And then we've got, that's their Facebook life or their social media life. And then they've got their real life, which they're not showing up a hundred percent for that. They're not living their dreams. They're settling for crap and calling it good. And they're feeling on a soul level, the pain of the lie that they live. And yet they are able to sort of put the truth to sleep by getting all of the validation that they get on social media. And I'm speaking to everybody because you know, and I've been accused of this. I've had people say, well, what, you know, what you portray on social media is not who you actually are. So if you've got haters out there and you know that, that you're being real, then just ignore them. But there is a moment where you have to say, am, is the person that I'm portraying online, the person who I really am? Because I think for myself, yeah, a, I'm a private person. So there's lots of things that go on in my private life that you're never going to hear about on She Runs the Show because that's my business, right? That's something that I want to keep private. But I'm also a person who's going to tell you I have hot mess days, weeks, months. You know, I one of the reasons why I teach focus is because I have to work so vigilantly to be focused because I'm somebody who's like, wow, shiny object, let's go for the next thing. Uh, I, and I make no qualms about saying that I have moments of self-doubt all the time. And I have moments where I'm just like, can I really do this all the time? Which is why I teach mindset. Because I know for myself and I know for virtually every other person out there in the world, if your mind isn't right, your action won't be right either. But in today's episode, I want to speak to this whole thing of there are lots of entrepreneurs out there who aren't showing up fully in their business, not 100%. And you're thinking that you're giving 100%, but truly, if we got down to it, you're actually giving 70 to 80, and then wondering why you're attracting clients that are giving you 70 to 80, and then also wondering why sometimes you're attracting clients who are giving you 20%. And so I want to, I want to debunk the myths around this whole you attract who you are thing in today's episode. I also want to debunk this notion that that gratitude is all about accepting less and calling it enough. I'm going to call bullshit on that today in a very profound, nice and heavy hitting way. Uh, it is bullshit to accept less and call it enough. And it's time we stop doing that. Part of the reason why we have all of this two lives living, the life we portray and the life that we're leading is because somewhere along the way, somebody said, even if you're not feeling amazing, make it look amazing and then it will become amazing and then you'll be amazing. And a lot of people are starting to figure out that it doesn't exactly work that way. It, it really the protect, you know, in, in uh, my MBA, professors used to say all the time, my MBA program, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. What bullshit? What absolute bullshit? There's no such thing as fake it till you make it. Be it, and then you'll make it. Show up as it, and then you are it. 
But fake it till you make it does not work. It is an old paradigm that a lot of people are still living, especially entrepreneurs, because they don't know another way. And so on today's episode, we're going to talk about another way, because that way isn't working and people are becoming way more unhappy unhappier. (laughs) Let me use proper uh, grammar. People are becoming unhappier. And so then we wake up to these news things about this person who's super successful in business killing themselves and that person who's super successful in business killing themselves. And then we're like, what the heck is going on? People are making millions and, and, you know, they live these glamorous, so-called glamorous lives on social media. And you're like, why are they killing themselves? You know why? Because the life that they're showing and the life that they're leading, their soul knows the truth. And a lot of things they've been doing has been in response to believing lies about what they attract and about who they are and all of this nonsense. And today we're going to drop it like it's hot. We're going to get rid of these beliefs that are no longer serving us. And we're going to get super clear on the fact that this is not the season to accept less and call it enough. Done with that. Done with that. Period. The end. One of the reasons why I started the private Facebook community, fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business is because I am tired of people talking about what they want to do. But then right after they talk about the book they want to write and the podcast they want to start and the online business they want to build, they follow up immediately that the vision right? The vision that keeps calling them with, but I can't because, or I'm waiting until, or I don't feel like I have enough experience yet. All this inner critic nonsense going on, and they don't even understand that it has nothing to do with the time that it takes or the resources available or whether this is the right season of their life. They have an inner critic that is operating on them 24-7, and the inner critic is so familiar to them, they can't even recognize it for the enemy that it is. And then they wonder why they're sabotaging themselves. That's why I created Fire Your Inner Critic, Find Your Inner Badass, and Finally Build Your Business. Now you can join that group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. But here's the thing. There's a lot of stuff we're believing that just simply isn't true. And the first belief that we need to completely get rid of right now is this whole idea of because I have humility and because I'm grateful, I'm going to accept less, portray it as more and call it enough. No, we're going to call a thing a thing as a young Van Sant would say. We're going to call a thing a thing. Now, where did this episode come from? You know, there is this amazing entrepreneur on the planet. She is a shaman. Uh, I cannot wait to have her on. She runs the show. Her name is Heidi Howes. I, I, I've told Heidi, like she has her own galaxy. That is how intuitively powerful Heidi Howes is. If you don't know who Heidi Howes is, um, you better Google her and you better get on her website. She is literally one of the most grounded spiritually powerful people I know. And so I can't wait to bring her on. She runs the show so she can just, she I, literally, she will change the energy and the space that you're in, in your life with it, a podcast interview. And so yesterday on Facebook, Heidi posted this amazing thing. I, this is where the whole thing came from. It was so 
absolutely powerful that I have to begin this episode talking about that because this right here, and, and I shared it on Facebook yesterday and said, drop the mic infinity on this one. And I've never done a drop the mic infinity. I just discovered I came up with that yesterday, but it's true. This is so powerful. So someone uh, posted and Heidi shared this. Someone posted a, a quote from Nashiha Pervin. And here's the quote, right? I want you, if you don't have a pen and, and paper right now, you need to just take notes on this because this, this is where um, we need to cut some limiting beliefs and get real with the fact that this is not the season to accept less and call it enough. This is not the season to do that. So Nashiha Pervin, here's her quote. No, don't tell me you attract what you are. What if you're kind and you attract mean? What if you're honest and you attract liars? What if you're loyal and you attract cheaters? What if you're God conscious and you attract the one whose heart is hardened with disbelief? No, you don't always attract what you are. You sometimes attract people who are in desperate need of what you are. Let me read that quote again, because I had a few blips during there. I want you to really get this, because a lot of us are looking at our current business and the clients we have going with us and the students we have, and, and we look at our lives, you know, we look at our health and all, all kinds. We're just looking at all of our errors in our life. We're going, we are blaming ourselves for where we are, and we're saying, okay, if I attract who I am... How did I, why am I attracting all of this? Like, what's wrong with me that things aren't working the way I want them to work in my life? Let's talk about it. Nashia Pervin says this. No, don't tell me you attract what you are. What if you're kind and you attract mean? What if you're honest and you attract liars? What if you're loyal and you attract cheaters? What if you're God conscious and you attract the one whose heart is hardened with disbelief? No, you don't always attract what you are. You sometimes attract people who are in desperate need of what you are. And then Heidi shared this, but this is from Sarah Sophia Eisenman, who says, it works like this. If you are a profound carrier of light, you will attract every single vampire in the known universe who wants to get a free meal from you, and it will be up to you, your own healing and strong boundaries and grace to say no to this out of love for all parties. It's not about what you attract. It's about what you do with what shows up. Can we drop the mic on Sarah's comment to to Nishiha's quote? I have to say this again, because this... This is the heart of today's episode. So in response to Nishia Pervin's quote, Sarah Sophia Eisenman says, it works like this. If you are a profound carrier of light, you will attract every single vampire in the known universe who wants to get a free meal from you. And it will be up to you, your own healing and strong boundaries and grace to say no to this out of love for all parties. It's not about what you attract. It's about what you do with what shows up. Here's my question. What are you doing with what shows up? In your life, in your business, what are you doing with what shows up? Because a lot of us have been raised to just accept shit and call it candy and, you know, make the, what is it? Make lemonade out of lemons And let's just call nonsense to that right now. This is not the season to accept less and call it enough. Let me, let me say Sarah's last line again, because I really, I want you to really hear this. It's not about what you attract. It's about what you do 
with what shows up. And here's the drop the mic moment I want you to have with yourself and your business today. What are you doing with what, with what shows up? What are you doing with what shows up? We need to get real with where we're settling in our business and what you need to do to stop settling. You know, for the longest time, I, I, I wall, well, I won't say Walmart. I'll, I'll put it like this. I'll put it in nice terms. I offered my talents, my gifts and my abilities at very low prices in my business for years. I did this for years. And my issue was always like, well, I want people to afford my services. I want people to be, you know, not everybody can afford to pay. Not everybody can, um, you know, can do this or can do that. You know what I learned over years of doing this, which is why I'm talking about this because I don't want you to spend five, seven, 10 years undercutting your value by charging low prices. Here's what I learned. People are going to look at what you charge in your business and people are going to look at how you slash what you charge in your business. And they're going to know immediately whether you value yourself or not by what you charge, period, whether they can afford or not. Because you know what the truth of the matter is? People can afford anything they make a priority. Let me say that again. Oh, that is a quote. People can afford. Let I have to write this down because I'm going to make it a quote. People can afford anything they make a priority. Anything. Uh, for some people, it is a priority every single morning to go to Starbucks and to buy some $7 macchiato cappuccino. Uh, you know, my venti Americano when I was on Americanos used to cost me, I think, $3.59 a day. And oftentimes I would get two a day. So you do the math. $7 a day, seven days a week. That's $49 a week. That's pretty much a car note every single month if you're buying a $200 a month car note. You do the math on that over a year. Listen, people can afford anything. They make a priority. And here's the thing. When you charge less than what you're worth in your business, you're clearly telling people how you value yourself, how you see yourself. When you are accepting clients that you know will be more trouble than they're worth, that you know are not meant for you, that you know have no desire to change, no ability to change, no willingness to change, but you feel like you just need the money in the bank. And so you accept those clients. Guess what? You are accepting less and calling it enough. And that is the lie that you're living. And so what we're talking about in this episode is it's time to get real with where you're settling in your business and what you need to do to stop that. And you know what? Once I realized that it didn't matter what I charged, if I, here's, here's the epiphany I came to. It did, when I started to see that the way I was charging for things in my business was a direct reflection of my own perception of my value, my own sense of what I'm worth. There was fear in there immediately because I thought, well, man, if I raise my prices drastically, are people really going to buy? And let me just be very clear, that fear never goes away. At least for me, it doesn't. I have the Inner Badass Intensive coming up in August, and it is by far the highest ticketed thing that I've ever done. And there's not a day that goes by that I go, man, that's really high priced. And you know what? Then my inner badass comes in and goes, and you're really worth it. So we're not budging the price. Doesn't mean that the inner critic doesn't come in 
It means I just shut that sucker down and say, yeah, but you're worth it. And whoever, and whoever you attract into that inner badass intensive, they know they're worth it too, which means they'll do the work. And you want people who are going to do the work so they can get the results, period, the end. But it took me years to get there, years of struggling with this. You know, do I have 10 different products at different price points so everybody can afford it? No, we need to get real today with where we're settling in our business, low prices, clients that aren't going to do the work, half-assing what you put out in the world. You know, there are lots of people half-assing their content out there. You know, you sort of do a, a decent YouTube video sometimes, or maybe you do a great one every now and again, but then you stop doing YouTube videos for a month. Half-assing your content that you're putting out in the world will not get you business success. And here's the thing. The reason why there are a lot of entrepreneurs half-assing their content in the world is because they're afraid that if they show up fully, if they give everything they've got, people are still going to reject them. People are still not going to buy. And then they're going to feel even worse because it wasn't that they just gave 50% of themselves and they can blame it on the fact that they half-assed it. It's that they gave 100% of themselves and nobody showed up for them. And here's what I'm going to tell you. There's going to be a ton of time a lot of time where you show up a hundred percent fully on fire, everything just boom, drop the mic and nobody shows up. Who are you going to be in that moment? Because that is where champions are born. They're not born when everybody's clapping. They're not born on the podium when you're getting the award. They're not born where people are buying your stuff left and right. And you just feel like a rock star. Your ability to thrive in your business is born in the guts and the glory and the grit of when you are giving everything to something over and over and over again, and nobody's showing up for it. And you're looking around like, I'm doing everything. I'm giving... That is where the inner badass comes up. That is where the champion you says, well... I'm going to give it all for me right now. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to figure out why people aren't showing up and I'm going to still come 100%. I'm going to do even better YouTube videos because one day people are going to be showing up in leaps and bounds and I don't need them to show up first for me to show out now. Do you get the power of that? You don't need other people to show up for you, for you to show out right now. And a lot of people are waiting for people to believe in them first before they believe in themselves. It never works that way. I hate to, it never works that way. So this is not the season to accept less and call it enough. This is not the season to give less in your business and call it enough. Now here's the real problem with accepting less. Most people are doing it, which is why they're living a fake life on social media, because they're really accepting less and they don't want to face the accepting less thing. So they're just, you know, impression managing it up all over Instagram and, and Snap and, and LinkedIn and everywhere else. Here's the real problem with accepting less. It doesn't matter what you portray on the outside. It doesn't matter the actions you take on the outside. Whenever you're truly on the inside, accepting less in life and in business, you are actually showing the world what you believe you're worth. People will see through the facade. They will see through the, like, you know, I'm on fire. I, you know, I'm, I'm happier than I've ever been. The world will feel on an energetic level 
what you believe you're worth. You never get around that. I don't care if you've got the best sales pitch memorized. I don't care if you've got uh, the best sales team. If you as the CEO and the entrepreneur and the owner don't believe you're enough, the energy of that will permeate everything that you do. So doesn't matter what you portray. When you are accepting less clients that aren't yours, prices that, that aren't worthy of you, um, half-assing your content and not showing up fully, not being vulnerable, not connecting on the real with people in your business. You are actually showing the world on an energetic level and you can't hide energy. Energy doesn't lie. You're showing the world what you believe you're worth. That's one of the real problems with accepting less. Here's the other real problem with accepting less. You're pretending to be okay with situations, people, and things that you're actually not okay with. You know that client who every time you coach them, they don't take your coaching. They don't do what you tell them to do. And then when you hold their feet to the fire, they throw a fit or they don't respond to you or you don't hold their feet to the fire because you've gotten so used to them not delivering on what they say they're going to do that now you just sort of go, oh yeah, that's good. That works. I'm, you know, great. Let's talk next time. One of the real problems with accepting less is you're pretending to be okay with situations, people, and things you're not okay with. Fire those clients. Have a get it together conversation with those. Listen, if, if I'm giving you the coaching, like I'm doing right here on this podcast episode, oh, let me have a moment right now with you. As many episodes as you listen to She Runs the Show, if you aren't taking the coaching and you aren't hearing what I'm saying and you aren't getting real with yourself, having a get it together, talk with yourself, and then going out and immediately taking massive action today based on what you've heard on this episode, you need to stop listening to She Runs the Show. Let me, let me, let me just fire you right now. If you, if you're just listening to this, and you're listening to my podcast to feel good. I appreciate the fact that you've listened, but if you aren't actually getting up and taking action based on what you hear, I don't need you listening to She Runs a Show anymore. Dro- drop me like it's hot. Because you know what? I'm not here to serve people who are going to feel good with what I tell them and not live what they know they're supposed to live. That's one of the real problems with accepting less. And saying it's enough. You're pretending to be okay with situations, people, and things. You're actually, on a soul level, on a gut level, not okay with. Here's the other problem with accepting less. You're playing a smaller game and going along with the lie that it's okay to be a big fish in a small pond. Do you know how much I absolutely dislike this whole uh, uh, metaphor of you can either be a little, a a small fish in a big pond, or you can be a big fish in a small pond. How about you be the big fish in the big sea that you were born to be? How about that? How about we stop doing these metaphors about, well, you know, I don't want to go and compete on a larger scale because then I'll be a small fish in a big pond when I could stay in my comfort zone and I could be a big fish in a small pond. Hmm. Let's just, let's go there for a second. If you were born to be a big fish in a big sea, we're going to have a Jonah the whale moment, Jonah big fish moment here. If you were born to be a big fish in a big sea, but you confine yourself to a small pond because you think you can't hack being in the big sea, can I tell you what you're going to have when you hit 95 years of age if you get there? Regret, anger, resentment, 
bitterness, and you're going to look back on your life and know that you wasted it. Do, do you want to be that 95-year-old? Do you want to live in that place? Uh-uh. We're not doing this big fish in a small pond. If you know, and everybody knows on a soul level, if you were called to be a big fish in a big sea, you better get yourself out of that small pond. You better force yourself to go into that big sea, and you better learn how to swim. You better learn how to swim because you're never going to accept less and think you're going to lie to yourself when you know you deserve more. Never. Here's the other thing. Here's the other real problem with accepting less. By settling for less, by accepting less, you only grow and expand to the level of that settle. Sit with it. Sit with this for a second. Whenever you settle... You are only going to grow and expand to the level of your settle. Uh Uh-oh. I'm sitting with it right here with you. Let's just, let's just sit here for a second. Whenever we settle, we're only going to grow and expand to the level of our settle. So then we end up staying small because that's the amount of space we've opened up in our lives. Do you see where the problem is? Nobody's closing the space on you. You're closing the space on you. Nobody is, is, is force feeding us crap. We are buying the crap, putting it in the bowl, eating it like Alpo kind of crap. So whenever we settle, we're only going to grow and expand to the level of our settle, our settle, not somebody else giving us less. Your settle is yours because you chose it, you accepted it, you embraced it, you owned it, you ate it. Settle isn't about what's, what somebody's not willing to give you because it wouldn't be a problem if you weren't accepting it. Boom. Did, did we just, did we just come full circle to personal responsibility? Cause I think we just did. There's power in owning your stuff. Your settle is your settle. So if you're settling and you can only grow and expand to the level of your settle, your settle, I'm saying you're being really my settle, your settle, our settle. Here's the thing. You're the one who accepted that. I'm the one who accepted that. The problem isn't what other people are willing to give us. It's what we're willing to accept. It's not what other people call us. It's what we answer to. So the reality is, if we're staying small in our business, it, it has it has very little to do with who who is coming into our business or who is not. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the amount of space that we have chosen to open or close in our lives as a result of our settle. That is the problem. That is the problem with accepting less and calling it enough. Here's the other piece. And I'm going to start saying this all the time, everywhere I speak, everywhere I talk. You will never rise living in a box with walls that you built. Oh, I I did an episode a year or so ago on She Runs the Show that's called Break the Box. Break the Box. You know, in the MBA program, we were taught, you know, let's think outside the box. Let's think, you know, this is... All of these acronyms, I think I'm just going to have to go speak to MBA programs because I'm going to debunk all the crap that they taught us in the MBA program. Anyway, um, 
the constant term besides fake it till you make it in an MBA program is think outside the box, think outside. And I did an episode on She Runs a Show that's called Break the Damn Box. Break it. Because here's the thing. You will never rise living in a box with walls that you built. You built them. You built the box. And then you wonder why you're living in the... I built my box. And then I wonder why I'm living in it. You will never rise living in a box with walls that you built. Here's the thing. So now we get to the point where you're going, okay, well, I I get it. I get that I'm accepting less and calling it enough. I get the lie of that. I get the fact that my soul knows when I'm accepting less and I'm playing small. I understand that. But you might be saying at this moment, well, how the hell do I stop doing that? Number one, I'm going to tell you, join my Facebook community, because that's why I do Monday through Friday FB live trainings in that group. Because I, I, in that group, I'm calling your inner badass to center stage. And I'm calling out the insidious, subtle ways in which your inner critic is acting a fool in your life. And you are so used to its voice that you don't even know any better. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. Get there. Number one, get there. But let me give you some, some, simple things you can do when you realize that in your business, in your life, wherever you are accepting less and you need to just stop that. Let's talk about it super quick. Number one, this is the most important thing. This, this is, this is, this is where the inner badass gets to really show up, face the truth of what's holding you back. And you know, what's holding you back? You, me, I'm holding me back. Do you see what I'm saying? All the years that I undercharged, all the years that I accepted clients that weren't for me, all the years that I coached people who didn't take the coaching, you know who was the problem in that scenario in my business? Moi. Me, myself, and I. Beyonce has a song, Me, Myself, and I. Me. That's the reality. So number one, if you want to stop accepting less, you need to face the truth about what's holding you back. It's not anybody else. It's you. And the reality is until you face you, you cannot change what you refuse to confront. And a lot of us are really afraid to confront ourselves. We're afraid to say, why have I treated myself so badly? Why have I, why have I allowed myself to be, to be so unworthy? Why have I done that? Why have I done that? But it's the first step to accept, to stop the accepting less. Face the truth of what's holding you back. You, me, you, us, we are the ones that are holding ourselves back. Number two, how do you stop accepting less? Stop blaming life for where you are. Stop blaming life for where you are. Listen, just because something, someone, or a client, or anything shows up in your business or in your life, just because it shows up doesn't mean you need to accept it. This is, this is where we got to stop blaming life. We put our, we put ourselves out there in business in an unworthy way. And then we get back clients and, and revenue and situations that back up our belief that we're unworthy. And then we feel like we have to accept those things because that's all there is at this moment. And then we start, and, and that leads to blaming life. But here's the thing. Just because something shows up doesn't mean you have to say yes to it. This is where taking full responsibility becomes really important. You are a powerful creator and you're a powerful destroyer. And lots of people don't like to own the destroyer role. Do you understand that you can't create until you destroy? 
Hate to drop the mic on that, but here's the thing. You've got so much space in your life for things and people and situations in your life. And if your life is filled with crap, just like your house or your space, I just cleaned my office yesterday. It feels so free in here. It was a hot mess yesterday with crap everywhere. And I shifted some stuff around and moved the energy. It feels amazing in here. But metaphor, just like when you have clutter in your house, when you have clutter in your life, there's no room for anything new. There's no room for what you're, what's worthy of you. You know why? Because you've got crap in there. You've got crap taking up the space. So first thing we've got to own is I am destroyer and I am creator. And before I can bring more stuff into my, my space that is my life or my business, I got to destroy some clutter up in here. I got to destroy it. It's got to go. So take full responsibility. Stop blaming life for what you keep accepting. Stop blaming life for what you keep hoarding and you keep bringing and allowing. Listen, just because stuff shows up doesn't mean you have to say yes. Get used to saying no. Get used to say, if it is not worthy of you, it's a no. You don't even have to think about it. It's a no. Full responsibility. Here's number three. How do you stop accepting less? And this is a tough one. This is, this is where you got to fire your inner critic and find your inner badass. Set a new standard and hold to it. The setting of the standard is easy. The holding to it is hard. So this is two piece. You got to set a new standard for your life and business and you need to hold to it. Tony Gaskins put it this way. Know who you are. Know what you want. Know what you deserve. And don't settle for less. So here's my question. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you want? Do you know what you deserve? And have you made a firm commitment to yourself to no longer ever again, not ever, 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 ever settle for less, set a new standard and hold to it. That's how you stop accepting less. Number four, here comes another challenging one. Kick up every goal by a hundred percent. You want to stop accepting less? Double, hundred percent, double your goal, whatever your revenue goals. And you might be thinking, but I didn't even get like 10% of my email opt-ins. I know I'm sitting there with you. That's, that's not the point. That's not the point. Kick up every goal by a hundred percent. Double that sucker because you need to call yourself to a new level. You need to go so big in your business in terms of your vision and your goals that you have no choice but to activate your inner badass and let your inner badass runs the show because that is the only part of you that can actually achieve that. It can no longer be on, well, what do I think I can do this month? And, and, and how many people do I think? No, no, no. This is not about what you think. This is about what you have to, what you must do. Kick every goal up by a hundred percent, a hundred. And here's one of my favorite quotes. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction, conviction, to match your destiny. Let me say that again. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Where's your conviction at? Because if your conviction is at accepting less, that's what you're going to, that's what you're going to produce because it's what you're going to accept. It's not about attracting it. If you're, if you're living based on what you see right now, the current temporary circumstances, yeah, you're going to continue to accept that because you're, you're more sold on what you're seeing right now than on what you could create tomorrow. Uh-uh. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Here's number five. How do you stop accepting less? Say no to everything. This is a tough one. That isn't exactly what you want. 
You know, I used to, I used to really think my, uh, some of my friends in college were snooty tooty and uppity because they were so, I mean, their standards are so high. I would look at them and I'd be like, you guys are going to be alone because your standards are like through the roof. You know what I've learned over time and 40 years of living? If you don't have absolute standards that you adhere to at all costs, no matter what, and you just say, if you don't get used to saying no, you, you will fall for anything. You will say yes to anything. Here's the thing. Say no to everything that isn't exactly what you want. Period. It's a hard line. It's a hard line to follow. It really is. It's tough. But at the end of the day, it doesn't work in your favor if you do the 80 20 thing or the 70 30 thing. Most of us know we've tried it for decades. It does not work. So say no to everything that isn't exactly what you want. Remember, what you want exists. Don't settle until you get it. This applies to business. This is why these low ticket prices, I'm going to offer this, you know, coaching program that I should really charge $2,000 for. I'm going to offer it for $97 and see who takes it. And then you wonder why the people who actually buy it for $97 don't actually do the work. A, you show them that you don't think you're worth much. B, you would, those people who also don't think they're worth much know they basically stole your program for a fraction of the cost and C, they had no intention of doing the work anyway. They had no intention of doing the work anyway. So now you don't have testimonials. You don't have success stories. You only made $97 on a $2,000 product. Do you see the mess that that, that is? Yeah, no. Remember what you want exists just because you can't see it right now, just because it's not happening right now doesn't mean it isn't possible. But you know what? It's never going to be possible if you keep settling for less. So remember, remind yourself constantly what I want exists and I'm not settling till I get it. And that isn't a settle once I get it. That's exactly what I want. How do you stop accepting less? Number six, I love the word vigilant. In fact, I even like the word hypervigilant. But in this case, I'm going to stick with vigilant. Be vigilant about how you're showing up and stop apologizing for who you are. Do you know how many decades I've spent apologizing for who I am? Lord have mercy. If I could just sit on an episode with you and tell you stories about all the ways in my 20s and 30s that I apologized for who I was, you know, never again. Never again. You got to be very vigilant about how you're showing up. And when I say vigilant about how you're showing up, give a hundred percent all of the time. Serve one person as if a million people were watching because eventually they will be if you are consistent about doing that. Show up full throttle. Be vulnerable. Be open. Tell the truth. You know, sometimes the truth like this episode is not going to be popular. Not everybody's going to like this episode because they're going to get called to the cuff. And I'm super serious. If you're listening to She Runs the Show and you've been listening for a while and you are not implementing the stuff that I'm coaching you on, stop listening. Stop listening. I don't want you listening. And here's the thing. I don't, it's not enough for you to feel good about listening to what I have to say. If you're not doing the work, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time listening to She Runs. Go do something else with this time. And you know what? When you are vigilant about how you're showing up and you stop apologizing for who you are, are you going to lose people? Yes. Do you want to lose them? Yes. Drop them like it's hot. This is why I say inner circle audits every single week. Drop them like it's hot. Because the thing is, you don't want people who are not for you. You don't. And here, here's the other thing. 
You don't want people who are not for the real you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the hot mess, the great day. You want somebody who is for you, whether you're having a good day or you're having a bad day. And here's the thing. When you aren't showing up 100%, they can't really sign up for you because they don't really see the real you. Like I said, vigilant about how you're showing up. Show up and serve one on an FB Live. If only one person shows up the way you would a million and see what happens in a year. Notice I said a year, right? I'm not talking three months. I'm not talking do this consistently for 90 days. I'm talking a year. I'm talking years. Do that consistently, persistently over a long period of time. See what happens. Here's the seventh thing. How do you stop accepting less? Every single day, you need to remind mortality is a powerful force of nature. And when you're out of your 20s, which if you're listening to me, I hope you're out of your 20s. If you're not, you're not going to hear me till you hit your Saturn return. So like, do what you want with this. I hope you listen to me. But I've been in my 20s. I'm just saying every single day, you need to use the morality stick, the mortality as in morality. I don't know where I got that from. You need to use the mortality stick to, um, Put a candle under your behind and get moving. Every single day, you need to remind yourself how short your life is and how quick all of this will go by. And here's the mortality stick is powerful because it has the power to activate your inner badass immediately. I'm talking like right now, boom, drop the mic right now. 10 years from now, one of my favorite quotes is this, 10 years from now, make sure you can say that you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. Now, I'm going to ask you a hard question. I want you to look back on the last 10 years of your life. How much of it did you choose and how much of it did you settle for? You know what? In my thirties, I settled a lot, a lot. I settled for shit that I'm just going to tell you. I didn't choose those bad boys. I chose to settle, but I didn't choose my life. And now I'm saying to myself, well, what do I want? And, um, what am I choosing? So when I get to 50, I can't look back and go, man, I didn't realize that I was settling. No, if I get to 50 and I settled for my life from 40 to 50, I chose that bad boy. I did. But at the end of the day, 10 years from now, make sure that you can say you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. Here's the thing. Mortality is the best way to get your inner badass to take center stage. When you go, listen, I could die tomorrow. I don't own tomorrow. Today is all I've got. Do you know what your inner badass says? Let's do this thing. If all we've got is the next tw- next 24 hours to live, psh, we better handle it. Mortality. Hold that stick in front of you every single day. Life is short. Do you know that 2018 has gone by like a blink of an eye? Yesterday was January 1st. It's now what? Six months in? Crazy how that happens. Crazy how that happens. So at the end of the day, how do you stop accepting less? Number one, face the truth of what's holding us back. We're the ones holding us back, not anybody else. Step number two, stop blaming life for where you are. Just because something shows up in your life does not mean you have to say yes to it. Take full responsibility. Be the creator and the powerful destroyer that you are and use both. Number three, accepting less. Set a new standard and hold to it. Holding to it is the hard part. Know who you are, know what you want, know what you deserve, and don't settle for less. Step number four to accepting less, kick every goal up by 100%. Scary as hell, scary as hell. Listen, it is scary. Do it anyway. 
Do it so you force yourself to no longer downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Number five, say no to everything that isn't exactly what you want. Shoes, clothes, gas that you put in your car, whatever you get at the drive-thru. If the fries are burnt, send them back. Just saying. Say no to everything that isn't exactly what you want. Because you know what? What you want exists. But you've got to not settle until it arrives so you actually get it. Step number five to stop accepting less. Be vigilant about how you're showing up and stop apologizing for who you are. Stop apologizing for who you are. If people don't like you, if people don't like your business, if people don't like how you show up, show them the door. They can go. Just saying. Step number five to, oh, and and step number seven, I just skipped one. Step number seven to accept, to stop accepting less. Um, every single day, use the mortality stick. I'm not going to say beat yourself with the mortality stick. Let's be kind and loving to ourselves. I'm saying little tap, put a candle fire under your butt. Use that mortality stick. Remind yourself that life is super short and all of this will go by quickly. And that mortality stick will activate your inner badass immediately because 10 years from now, you want to make sure that you can say you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. What am I saying at the end of the day? Life is changing very fast, folks. This is not the season to accept less and call it enough. You cannot put icing on shit and call it cake. Seriously. This is not the season to accept less and call it enough. This is the season to get real with yourself about where you're settling, why you're settling, and to stop it now. Right now. And it has nothing to do with who you attract. Let let me Let me just go back to that quote one more time. I want to just... Drop the mic on this because I really want you to get this whole thing. This was powerful when I saw this yesterday. And thank you to Heidi Howes, the amazing shaman. Follow her everywhere. She just drops the mic all the time. Uh, Sarah Sophia Eisenman said, it works like this. If you are a profound carrier of light, you will attract every single vampire in the known universe who wants to get a free meal from you. And it will be up to you, your own healing and strong boundaries and grace to say no to this out of love for all parties. It's not about what you attract. It's about what you do with what shows up. And here's the final thing I'm going to ask you. What are you doing with what shows up? What are you doing with what shows up? Are you saying yes to shit with icing on it and calling it cake? Or are you actually looking at what shows up and you're going, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that works for me. Or are you going, no, that's not exactly what I want later for you. What are you doing with what shows up? Cause that's on you. That's not on them. And if you don't have enough faith in yourself to say, I'm going to keep saying no to shit with icing on it until I get to cake, then guess what? You need to be in my fire, your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business private Facebook community. You need to join today. Stop waiting on this thing. It is free training Monday through Friday to get your inner badass to really show up for you. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire, your inner critic. Again, what are you doing? with what shows up. Because you know what? Until you're sold on you, until you stop accepting less, until you become both the creator and the destroyer in your life, you are going to keep accepting shit with icing on it and you are going to call it cake and it is going to taste like Alpo. I'm just saying. 
So again, heavy hitter episode. If you don't like it, uh, here I'm not apologizing for it. If you don't like it, get real with the truth. And if you don't like this episode, stop listening to She Runs the Show. I'm good with that. And at the end of the day, all of us, we're in this together. And the more of us that stop accepting less, the more of us that stop settling and hold to our standards, the more of us that up our goals by 100%. Do you know what we do? We give we create the space for other people to do it too. But if we continue as entrepreneurs to accept less and call it enough, if we continue as entrepreneurs to, you know, accept shit with icing on it and call it cake, we aren't opening up the space for other entrepreneurs to be great. Shame on us for doing that. Let's get it together, folks. Because when you rise in business, I rise with you. When I rise in business, you rise with me. We lift as we rise. Let's be done with this accepting less stuff, faking it till we make it. You know, big fish in a small pond. Screw the small pond. I want a big sea. I'm a big fish. I'm going to be in a big sea. Make the decision. Go after it. That's all I have to say. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm done with all of the nonsense that I'm seeing out here. Done. It is time if we're going to ensure that our children's children's children are free. We cannot be playing this life small. This is legacy stuff. You cannot give your children a future you have no ability to create. Let me say that again. You cannot give your children a future you have no ability to create. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. She runs the show. Thank you for listening. If you got offended, I'm glad. If you're motivated, do something about it. I'm not glad if you're just motivated. I'm glad if you take action. And if you've been listening to me for a long time and you are not taking any action, please stop listening. Because this is for the people who are my tribe, who hear my voice and who know when I say, do that thing you were born to do, they get up and they do it. You can't create a future for your children. Listen, you can't, you can't create a future for your children that you have no ability to create in the now. That's all I'm going to say. Drop the mic. All right, everybody. I will talk to you in the next episode of She Runs the Show. Thank you.